Kelsey Walden releases No Regular Dog, her first album for John Prine's Oh Boy label. We find Kelsey at home in Tennessee and talk about making the new record with Shooter Jennings in LA, her hometown of Monkey Brow, Kentucky, and what it means to be a regular dog. The title's talking uh, about me. It's not actually about a dog, but it's, it's more. It's more. It's more so. Um, I love dogs. I have a dog. Uh, I have an Australian cattle dog, actually. And oh, she's great. My, she's my baby. But um, <laughs> but now it's you know it's more like playful language. Um, you know when we were when we were choosing the title for the album, you know Shooter Shooter Jennings and I were both like, this is obviously the title. I mean, it's, right. It's, uh, I mean, and then after we tracked, um, that song, we were both just like, yeah, this is, this is definitely the title. Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, it's everything it's playful. It's fun. It's kind of like, makes you think of like, you know, it's scrappy. It's kind of like a junkyard dog, but it's also like, like I said, kind of playful. You, uh, like if I was, I feel like if I was in a record store and I was looking through vinyl and I saw an album that was titled that I'd probably be like, that sounds pretty cool. Yep. 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 Um, There you go. Yeah. But, um, well, the song, you know, itself is, uh, you know, wrote it at a time we were hitting it so hard on the road. Um, it, you know, it's really about like testing yourself and, you know, um, wanting it so bad, but also, you know, questioning yourself whether or not, you know, you, uh, you know, you can pull through with what you signed up for and, um, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, man, cause it's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work and I've been on the road for a lot of years and, um, but you know, it's, it, it turned out to be, I wrote that kind of before the pandemic. And then I wrote the other half of the record after that, uh, you know, kind of during the pandemic. So I realized as a theme that started becoming, you know, kind of a, a theme throughout the whole album. Just, right. um, it's, a uh, you know, not really supposed to be cocky by any means, but it's just, but also like, you know, maybe a little bit, I just, uh, I just kind of hope that other people can see that in themselves too. You know, it's like, I won't be put down so easy, you know, and then right. kind of coming out on the other side of all these, these hard times and just, you know, cool. keeping, uh, Keep yeah, going. Keep, keep, yeah. keep on trucking. So exactly. So you so you got uh, Shooter Jennings producing. You recorded in uh, out west in California. Yeah. Rather than Nashville. So for you as the artist and working in a different environment and and all that, how did that affect what we hear on the record? Do you think? Sure. Um, well, I think the record is still definitely 100% me, um, you know, especially working with Shooter. He never, uh, you know, he's he's not that kind of producer, I would say, that uh, by any means that is like, you know, you're now going to sound like, like, I don't think yeah, like he's, he put he's, his sound. He's not Daniel you know? Lanois. <laughs> no, no. And I love Daniel Lanois, but, um, but, you know, that's a totally different thing. But um yeah. I think really, you know, Shooter probably saw, and, you know, we talked about it a lot before we made the record and we were so excited. Um, you know, I think um, 
he just saw that his job was clearly to like, you know, help elevate like my, my vision and the sound and what I wanted to do. I mean, that's, that's basically kind of what I wanted to do was, you know, grab all these elements that I love and especially from country music and um, you know, like everything, my big, beautiful picture in my mind that, that, that is country music and, and um, you know, and really make it a song album too. And, you know, I'm not saying all, all my albums, obviously I've, I wrote all the songs on them, but I really feel like this one is like, I don't know, it just really feels like a song album, you know, and I feel like it was mixed that way. And, um, you know, really, really just like, you know, Trina Shoemaker mixed it. And I really think she helped elevate it too. And um, it does sound like an LA record, honestly, in a lot of ways, but it still very much sounds like me. So I don't know. I I really think it's, we kind of caught a cool, a cool vibe, you know? And um, I just, uh, and that's what making records is all about, you know, kind of just catching that, uh, that lightning in a bottle, you know, and just trying to, trying to create a feeling, you know? And I, and I feel like um, we definitely did that. And I know this is a long answer, but I was going to say, right. um, let her rip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Normally, normally journalists love that I talk longer than than just not. But um, yeah. Well, to try to answer your question about going out to LA, um, I loved that. I I just uh, you know, a lot of my favorite records were were made in Nashville and also made in, in Memphis, but but also you know made in LA. I have a lot of records that I love and country records, right. honestly. Um, you know that that were made in Los Angeles, there's, there's still a lot of history. And, um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to just, I just wanted to be in a completely different environment. I mean, to be honest, I just, I've, I've made records back home and I've made records in Nashville and, and, uh, I just wanted to take the band and kind of hole up and, yeah. and, uh, and do that kind of out West. Um, right. You know, well, it's funny because you talk about the vibe, the vibe I got right off the bat with the first track with No Regular Dog was kind of a Bobby Gentry kind of feel. And then yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of, as you're talking to me, I'm thinking, well, she probably recorded that out in L.A., even though obviously she's in Chickasaw County and all that. But uh, right. You know, well, that yeah. was. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually I realized that she'd actually, I guess, grown up in California, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess she was born in, in Chickasaw County. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those records, I, I think. I think they were. I don't don't quote me on that. I mean, I, I uh, there's there's some records that, uh, you know, Buddy Emmons, one of my one of my favorite pedal steel players, he you know, he moved out to L.A. at a time yep. kind of when Nashville kind of pushed him away. Yep. And, uh, you know, he played on a bunch of just like Ray Charles records out in L.A. And, yep. and um, there's just so much stuff that I, I mean, Glenn Campbell, obviously. Yep. There um, you go. Yeah. I mean, so that that was definitely no regular dog. The track was definitely a. In my head, that was a very um, cinematic, you know, I wanted it to be kind of like, yeah, it was it was like Glenn Campbell, Bobby Gentry. Yeah, there you go. There. That's right. They did make yeah. a few records together, didn't they? They did. Yeah, that was some good ones. <laughs> For sure. Excellent. Now, there's a tune called Sweet Little Girl, which I think I read is inspired by real events. And you've got uh, some nice fiddle playing on there. What can you tell me about that track? Foggy lights blur in my mind down a smoky Watch the big trucks fly Burn so bright with a neon glow Count every line And just let it all go Yeah, um, 
Robert Richmond from from a uh, shooter's band played fiddle. Oh yeah. And, uh, which was really cool to collaborate there. Um, you know, the, the tracks were played by my band with a mixture of also um, shooters guys and some LA guys like Herb Peterson from uh, kind of like the Desert Rose Band stuff. Yeah. He played band on yeah. a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, of course it's inspired. I mean, I, I, everything I do is, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think every every great writer probably does that. And I'm not saying I'm great, but I, I wrote the song. <laughs> I wrote the song um, kind of from an outside. It started as an outside perspective. And, um, you know, I, I wanted I mean, it's a, it was a simple idea. It's just a girl that lost her way and is trying to find her way back home, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm whatever that home is and um, you know, either in her heart or in her head or our, our actual home, you know, you know, whatever. And, um, and I started to, you know, obviously I wanted to leave it kind of in a way where, where anyone could get what they needed out of it, you know, out of the song. I mean, it's, it's kind of open-ended really. Um, And that's why maybe the vague, you know, the details about her are vague, but, but, um, but I started realizing you know, when I was continuing on with this idea that, that I was pulling a lot of, I was pulling a lot of, you know, my feelings and my personal experiences, you know, and my, and my struggles with, with addiction myself and, and substance abuse, but also like just understanding, you know, just kind of like all that like rage and like things that go on inside you. I mean, the song's about self-destruction, right? I right. Mean, it's, yeah. But then like redemption in the end, I mean, it's a, you know, I mean, I'm just telling, trying to tell that story. Um, but it's also kind of, kind of a little bit of a, a bop. So, uh, you know, a, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of a dark jam in a way. Um, man, I love, I love singing it. And I, my friends, uh, Kashana and Nikki and Maureen, they sing back up on it. And it's right. just, uh, it's just their, their background vocals on it just ended up being incredible. So. And they're also on Seasons Ending, aren't they? Which is yes, yeah. Kind of the, the John Prine related tune. Since you're on his label now, and sadly he's yeah. no longer with us, he seems to be bigger now than he ever was. It's amazing. Yeah. Ever since you went away, it feels like seasons ending. And ain't it just like you to bloom and be gone? Spring can't last all year, and the flowers will soon be fading. Lay your worries down, for tomorrow will never come. Yeah, well, yeah, which is pretty incredible, you know, that just goes to show that um, songs become the fabric of people's lives, you know, and they can live for a very, very long time, um, you know, and I was listening to John, you know, when I was very young, I mean, I started listening to John, when I was probably like 16 years old. And so to become, you know, friends with him later on in my life and kind of have him as a mentor is, was, was pretty, uh, was pretty special. I was, I was clearly very aware of how cool that was, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, I never took a second of it for granted. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I was the first artist on the Oh Boy, um, I think in 13 years it was. And um, and uh, Oh Boy is trucking, trucking along. And, uh, you know, we're 
a boy is ain't going nowhere for, for lack of better words. but um <laughs> but yeah you know season's ending um that's the first song i wrote after john's death i uh i couldn't write for a really long time you know i was just uh honestly very very depressed uh like i like a lot of people that i knew you know was and uh, i don't know i just woke up one day and i was like okay i finally have something to say about this i think and um it just kind of poured out of me so mm. yep yep uh, and uh so for for you um is there the way the the album is laid out the track listing does it did you spend a lot of time over that is was there a lot of thought put into that as well or <laughs> yeah yeah yes yeah i yeah i'm such a details person almost to a fault so i've had to watch that about myself but um <laughs> i don't know it's a, it's a fine balance of being yeah. detail oriented with with also just like not letting details get in the way i feel like right. so um but yeah, Shooter and I definitely, uh, we all had our opinions and, and then finally, uh, you know, him and I came together and we, we were kind of texted, you know, the options and, uh, then yeah, we decided on this one and I, I totally agreed. Honestly, his, his track listing and my track listing was pretty much basically like the same. Oh, go. Like that, we didn't even, yeah, <laughs> we didn't even know. So, so. So yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Um, but yeah, for sure. It it of course it got thought about. I mean, I'm I'm pretty old school when it comes to that. Um yeah. I don't know, I still I still love to listen to records, you know, like beginning to end. Um yeah, yeah. I know we live in a singles world, but uh but you know, still trying to tell that story. So all righty. And now I have to ask you, and I apologize in advance, because uh, I grew up in a tiny little town in Pennsylvania, in Western Pennsylvania, but you were born in someplace called Monkey's Eyebrow, Kentucky. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, And I was trying to look it up and just see what it was all about. Couldn't even find like a, a listing of its population anywhere. So, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, you know, in Kentucky, there's, it, it's not really a town. It's it's more like a, un, you know, they call it an unincorporated community. It's right. It's more like um, just the name of like a just a spot in the yep. county that I mean, obviously, I wasn't when I was born in the hospital in Paducah, Kentucky. But, uh, <laughs> well, now but you're going I was places. Raised, <laughs> I was raised in Monkey's Eyebrow, um, and you know, Paducah, Paducah was still probably like forty minutes, you know, away from. Yeah. I mean, that was where like the Walmart and stuff like that was. You know, right, we, right. I still lived pretty far away um, from anything, but. Uh, but uh yeah yeah it's a yeah a lot of people ask me about it it's okay um <laughs> and, you know, i feel like it's like it's like john he'll never live down you know being from paradise or you know yeah, yeah. From paradise but um honestly monkey's eyebrow is is not the weirdest name in kentucky believe it or not um yeah. but yeah. i just uh you know i've always just embraced it um you know Back home, we always thought it was funny, but we never really thought much of it. Um, I, I feel like it's only become kind of like a funny thing to like other people, you know, right, uh, right. but just because we were always just like, yeah, like that's, that's where you live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of in Pennsylvania, there's an intercourse Pennsylvania. So there oh, you go. I know. We've been so, through it. I've, been, you know. <laughs> I've been to the gas station. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've been to the intercourse gas station and they had all the, all the, uh, like, you know, little shot glasses. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I just, um, 
I just embrace it as like, you know, just a colorful thing, you know, just character. I mean, I, I yep. really, I really feel like music, especially country music these days, it's missing so much character and soul. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, I don't know, I just kind of embrace it as part of, uh, you know, of, of that, you know. Yeah. So. so I am assuming you must have gotten, you know, like big radio station coverage and, you know, late night AM radio. What was your first kind of musical experience growing up in monkey eyebrow <laughs> Monkey's eyebrow. Yeah. uh well the town I, I i could also say i was from barlow kentucky and that okay. would also be appropriate because that's where my that's where my granny lived and right. you know it's, it's all in the same county i'm from ballard county yep. kentucky in kentucky we 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 go by counties usually but um but uh yeah i think um i mean i feel like there was there was always music my mom and dad didn't play it kind of skipped a generation. I mean, they, they liked music, but, but really my granny and my great grandmother, um, yeah. they played my whole mom's side of the family played music. And, um, you know, my granny actually wrote songs and, uh, my great grandmother, she, she played guitar. She, she could thumb pick guitar and stuff. Right. And, um, I actually have a just amazing photo of her, um, up here on my shelf. I mean, right. she's, it's just, uh, and it's incredible, you know, cause I knew my great grandmother until, you know, I was probably, I think she passed away. I was a senior in high school. So, you know, a lot of people don't know their great grandparents. That's true. I, yeah. And they grew, they grew up in the great depression and stuff, you know, Western Kentucky and had a lot of stories. And, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had an, uh, a lady that kept me and my little sister and she was the music leader in her little country church. And, and she taught me how to play piano at a really young age. And then, uh, I don't know, to be honest, I started playing guitar. I was probably like 13 or 14. And I remember I heard like the Free Will and Bob Dylan and I heard like the Beatles. Um, and, uh, you know, I was raised on, I mean, I, there was always, always country and bluegrass, but, but I feel like I kind of came back around to that and realized how, Yep. you know special that really was the more mature i got obviously right. and but like when i when i heard the beatles that's really what made me want to play guitar to be right. honest yeah, of course there you go <laughs> yeah and then uh and then i realized i was like oh damn all this you know uh country is very very cool uh yep you know but um and i know a lot of people have that have that same story but um yeah those were you know and i used to um you know, sing at a, my first concert was a uh, Patty Loveless and Vince Gill, um, oh, nice. 1994. Uh, and uh, yeah, I loved Patty Loveless when I was little and I still love her. And um, I just, yeah, I used to sing at the county fair and at church and stuff like that. Um, and I took voice lessons and stuff like that. So I was like in, you know, talent shows and stuff, but, um, but yeah, I started cool. really, really playing and writing when I was probably like 13. So but uh, yeah, I'm always thinking about big picture. Yeah. Always. I mean, it's, uh, you know, and always, always thinking about what type of energy I want to bring, you know, I think into this world now as we uh, kind of, we kind of navigate it post pandemic, you know, post everything, <laughs> post everything. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So um, I thought about that a lot and uh, I know it's weird, but you know, at least I hope, I hope, you know, music can be, at least the music can be hopefully like a light yep. or something, you know? Yep. 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 Absolutely. 
Well, okay. Thank you very much for taking time talking to me. Yeah. Uh, talking to everybody. It's fantastic. Getting the word out yeah. there. So and, and I'm going to be in, oh, I'm going to be in Nashville in September. They have this Americana Fest thing. Do you know anything about that? I do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. good. Um, I, I don't know if I'm um, playing anything at it this year, but um but I will be around for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'll be around hanging out. So excellent. Well, hopefully we'll run into each other. But in I the meantime, so, yeah. have a great, fantastic. Thanks so much, Marty. I appreciate it. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.